Hello there, content creators. You're listening to the She's Got Content podcast, where it's all about creating content for your coaching business. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Brown, and I'm here every week to help you get your content out of your head, out of your heart, and out there into the world, where that information and your services can impact the most people. Get ready to take notes today and then take action, content creators. Let's dive in with today's episode because you've got content to get out there. Hello and welcome back, all you content creators. We're back for another episode of the She's Got Content podcast. And for all you solopreneurs and business owners who are confused about health insurance, health insurance for yourself, your family, maybe your employees or your team, I want you to meet the health insurance whisperer, Hala Folden. Before selling insurance, Hala worked as a risk communicator for public health, where she educated the public about diseases in a way so people were able to take action. Hala believes the more you understand something, the easier it is to move beyond fear. She uses the same approach to help you fully understand your health insurance policy. Hala uses Instagram to educate her audience all year long about something that people typically think about only once a year when it's time to renew their insurance policy. So I wanted to bring her on the show and talk with her about how she uses the Instagram platform as her content playground. Welcome, Hala. Hey, thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I think this is a fascinating topic, and I want to just take our listeners back. Can you tell us a little more detail about how you ended up doing what you do? Yes. Many years ago, when I was in my 20s, I had excruciating pain in my pelvis. I could not figure out what it was. The doctors could not figure out what it was. And it took several years to get a diagnosis. I had two pinched nerves. They were pinched in two places in my pelvis. And during that whole process of getting the diagnosis and then having the surgery to fix the problem, I had so many medical bills. I didn't understand my health insurance. And then through my job, I changed my insurance. And one year I was just lazy and waited until the very last day. And I remember saying to the, right, I remember saying to the HR person, what what should I get? Just tell me something and I'll just pick something. And that was probably the biggest mistake I ever made because what I chose did not match what I was experiencing, my lifestyle. It didn't match anything. And I ended up owing thousands of dollars out of pocket that year because I wasn't paying attention. I just, I didn't know it. I didn't take the time to learn it. That experience and that overwhelming medical debt that I ended up with is what propelled me forward to learn the health insurance policies, understand how they work, and follow health insurance laws. And I'm so grateful that I did because it became so easy for me. And Mm. and I could explain it to my coworkers and I could help them find something that worked for them. Now, even buying health insurance privately is so simple. And I know exactly what I need for my lifestyle. And that's how I help my clients. We find what they need specifically for their lifestyle and the issues that they're having at the moment. It sounds like you take something that's, for most of us, very complex and you break it down and customize it for what the person needs. Is that 
Yes, that's exactly how it works because we have the conversation, a very private conversation of what they need, what they're experiencing, what they've had in the past that they hated because everybody has an I hate insurance story. And then we move forward. What would you like to have? What is your ultimate want? If you had a wish list of what you could have in your health insurance, what would it include? And then from there, I'm able to, yes, customize something for them so that they have a plan that meets their needs and maintains their doctors or includes doctors that they want to see. So simple for me. Honestly, I tell people it takes me 15 minutes to do it. It takes me longer to explain it. But it's important to me that every one of my clients understand how it works to avoid those costs, those surprise bills, as people call them. Sometimes they are surprised, but sometimes it's just because you don't understand the policy. Hey, like, do you sell insurance just in one specific area of the country or do you work with people throughout the U.S.? I'm licensed in seven or eight states right now. And so I'm not everywhere, but even in states that I'm not licensed in, I know people and can connect people with someone in those areas to help them. And I'm continually adding new states, just recently added California. Okay. This is a really important topic, I think, for solopreneurs, business owners. Because often I hear people say, I don't have health insurance because they think that you can only get health insurance through an employer. And when you're the employer, you employ yourself, you just don't know how to access it or you just don't think it's an option. That's right. And one of the most common questions I get is, where do I find it? How do I find health insurance? And I know if you go on Google and search, there's 7 million results that come back for where to buy health insurance. And then if you find something you like, it almost always makes you input your personal information, like your age, do you smoke, your address. And I did this one time just to see what happens when you do this. I had no fewer than 15 different insurance agents reach out to me in the first five minutes. Yes, it was unbelievable. My phone was ringing. I was getting text messages and it was very, they were very pushy. I can help you and you need to call me right now. And I don't like that approach. That's not me. I don't want people calling me. I want to find the information that I need, try to read through it and understand it for myself and then reach out to someone. So I always tell people that reach out to me, this is what I can do for you, but we need to have a conversation first. And if you're not ready for that, let me know what it is you want and I'll supply you with some stuff because I understand not everybody likes that approach. Yeah, I can imagine how you fear that every Tom, Dick and Harry is going to be beating down your door if you start putting in that information and you just don't know where it's going. So having you as a resource in the back pocket to help the consumer, the business owners understand really what it is they need, because it's just such a big topic. Don't want to even think about it, like until the last day. The very last day. And most people do. They put it off because of the fear. It's usually the fear of the unknown, or they're afraid they're going to make a bad decision and it's going to impact everyone else that's on that policy. And so they just start it and then put it off. And I understand that. I completely understand that because I do that with other things. The laundry, I'm going to put it off until the very last minute. I'm not going to do it. So I get it. Income taxes, 
put it off until the last minute. But I try to help people understand that within a conversation and then a few minutes of my time, I'm going to send them things that are going to work for them so that any choice they make is going to be a good choice. There are no bad choices. So I'm not going to send you an option that's not going to work. And then when it's narrowed down to two or three options, it's so much easier when you know everyone's going to work. All of these options are going to benefit you. And then we talk through those. Is there one that works better? Let's talk about the differences. And I really enjoy that process with my clients because there's always an aha moment. Sometimes there's tears where they say, I had no idea. I did not understand it could be this easy. You have made this like the relief of having it where it's a simple answer. And I so enjoy that. I, I really love, especially helping business owners that are leaving a corporate environment, the solopreneurs that are starting their businesses. I love being able to do that for them to say, look, you don't have to wait any longer. You can leave your job because it's not going to be that difficult. The health insurance is the piece that most people stay for. And when you can show them this is what you can get. This is how much it's going to cost. There's such a sense of relief. And I love to see that. It sounds to me like you're translating all of that medical insurance, I want to call it gobbledygook, into mm -hmm. understandable language that the person who's leaving corporate, the person who's leaving an employed job who wants to be an entrepreneur, how they can understand that. And maybe they're at a point where they've got employees they want to cover. They may have a team. So you yeah. can help them walk through that. You are the health insurance whisperer. <laughs> you actually make it easy, understandable. And you just did a couple of analogies right now where you talked about procrastination and putting off yes. the laundry and how that relates to how most of us think about this health insurance policy mm -hmm. that we know we need. But we put it off until the last moment or sometimes miss deadlines. Kind of segue into that with making the health insurance relatable and how you actually pull that in with your content on Instagram and you get your engagement or your interaction. Tell us about that. <laughs> Most people have that I hate health insurance story. And I think it's always important to bring some of that to light, especially in a format where people can engage with it. I love to do Instagram reels to talk about, I've had this bad experience before and have you ever experienced this? And to get the stories and the people talking, because once you understand that everybody's had a bad experience, it's so much easier to bond. And then from there, I can go into these are also, these are some positive experiences. These are some instances where you could save money if you understood your policy. And I always tell people, if you were clear on what requires prior authorization before you had a procedure or a medication prescribed, you wouldn't feel so much hatred towards the insurance for dying something because you would understand the process. And then explain what the process is. This is how many steps you have to take to get there. But I do, I love the stories and the engagement when people share. And almost always there's bad stories, but there are some positive ones. I recently mentioned a bad experience I had with the doctor. 
because there's the difference between a bad experience and a bad doctor. I had a bad doctor. This neurosurgeon told me I had nice underwear, and that was the difference between men and women patients. Yeah, were there underwear? And that stuck with me. That was probably 15 years ago. Right. How creepy. Yes, very. And he came highly recommended, Melissa. People loved him. He was top of his game. But it was so creepy. I never wanted to see him ever again. And that was the experience that propelled me to find new doctors on my own and get myself to a point where I could get help. I mentioned that on Instagram in a reel. The stories that flooded in from people in the comments were unbelievable. So many people have had horrible experiences like that. And I like to take that time and that opportunity to tell them the difference between a bad experience and a bad doctor. Because sometimes we're all just a little off for the day. It'd be just a bad experience. But yeah, there were some bad doctor stories that came yeah. in that one. Now that you're saying that, I tend to lurk a lot on TikTok <laughs> and Reels on Instagram and watch and consume the content. I, I have seen so many instances, mm -hmm. especially it's women. I don't think I've ever seen a man post about a bad experience with a doctor. Mm -hmm. And having been in the medical field for many years, I was just floored that those experiences happen. It's scary the it's how so frequently scary. it happens. Yes. So yeah. scary. I will never forget that doctor. I had another one tell me that I was having pain because my pants were too tight. But there was an underlying cause for the pain. It wasn't because my pants were too tight. So... Stuff like that propelled me to learn the insurance, to figure out a better way. And I created the Better Doctor Playbook based on that because of the steps that I then took for years to find different doctors in different fields that I needed. And when I tell you, if I follow those steps, I almost always have a doctor-provider relationship that I love. I would recommend my current primary care physician to anyone because of the first interaction I had with him and the way he understood and asked questions and listened. I would recommend him to anyone. But I've taught my children how to do that so that as young adults, the youngest one just turned 20. So as young adults, they can find their own doctors. Mm -hmm. They're doing great. They're thriving. Sounds like this is a playbook that actually physicians should have on their shelf. What you've been saying here is that you posted something that your audience on Instagram can relate to. Yes. And you've asked certain questions about how that experience that you may have had, how they can relate. Okay, so that's like a theme that you have when you're playing in your content playground over there on Instagram. That's right. One of my themes, absolutely, is to post something that is relatable, some story that I have that someone else may be able to relate to, and then to get the engagement from them. One of the others is just pure education, where I just break down, this is a part of a health insurance policy, and this is how this particular section works, like the prior authorization, how it works, and why it's important the understanding the out-of-pocket costs that are outside of the premium and outside of the deductible so that 
people are not getting surprised by those medical bills. Okay. So relatable, unforgettable, educational. Educational. Okay. I try to go education first with everything just because that's the way I like to learn. I want to be taught Mm -hmm. a little bit on something that I can relate to. So having a relatable story that also has an educational piece that may come the next day or the day after. Okay. How about case studies? I know we're dealing with HIPAA laws, Mm -hmm. the Health Information Privacy Act. Is that something that you're able to weave into your content? I can if it's very generic. If I'm just very generically saying this is something that has happened and here is how how you may see it play out for you or how this person saw it play out. Yes. So I do have several clients that have gone into running their own business, some that did not have any health insurance that then once they got it, they were able to take the steps to get preventive care that they've not been getting. So I do try to include that while also maintaining their privacy. Yeah, that's important. Just talking in generic terms about specific clients that you may have. How often are you posting? And you mentioned reels. Do you do stories? Do you do just static posts as well? I do stories, but most of my stories are just going to be the dog, the family, what I'm doing outside of health insurance. I do mostly reels. I do some static posts. I really, I was listening to Jade Francesca, the interview that you did. Yes. When she said the aligned marketing, where if you have a passion for the content, then you don't have to do it as frequently, right? Because your passion comes through. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what I do. Because when I set myself on a schedule, I really struggle to maintain it unless I have things happening that are relatable that I can post. So I've taken a short break on Instagram. I haven't posted in a week or two, but I try to do at least one to two reels a week. And sometimes I make it, sometimes I don't. But I do make sure that the content that I post is educational. And it's usually stuff that's evergreen. So it doesn't matter what time of year you see it, you can look back through it and learn something. I'm curious, do you find that people will reach out to you through Instagram on the direct message. Tell us a little about that. It almost always happens when someone's looking for insurance or they have a billing question or something that they don't understand on their policy. People will reach out to me in a direct message. I have had people just go straight to my booking page and book time to talk to me about issues if they think it's going to take longer. And I love that. I love that they're comfortable enough to reach out to someone they may not know personally but they're getting to know me and my style through the way I post and the information that I post. Sometimes people will ask questions in the comments just very plainly and ask questions that are more direct, that don't take as long to answer. But yeah, I've noticed that those that have longer questions, they do, they go straight to the booking page and book time. Interesting. Okay. And that booking page then is part of your information in the bio section up there on your Instagram profile? Yes, it is. Okay. That's good to hear that people are relating to you. You're building that relationship. You don't know how long somebody might have been looking at your post. I call it lurking. Looking and lurking. And then something happens and then they reach out. Because I hear from a lot of people that they don't think that their social media strategy is working. Nobody 
and that's a exaggerated term, nobody ever engages. And I just got an email from another marketer who was talking about how someone had actually been in her world for five years, never commented on a social media post, never had engaged on social media, never had responded to an email, and all of a sudden decided, I want to sign up in, as a one-on-one -on -one client. I believe it. I just believe don't know. You right? do. And especially when it comes to something like this, where they may not need to do anything with it until a specific time of year or until there's a life transition that they're having to make. Maybe they're getting divorced or they're getting married or they're having kids. That's when people reach out. They don't feel the need. And I'm okay with that as long as they're getting the education and they stay. People follow and they stay. The views are there, the engagement's there, but they don't necessarily, they're not reaching out until they need it. Very interesting. So just do the activity, let go of the outcome, keep doing yes. it, tweak it here, tweak it there if you want, but don't just give up on a strategy. If you've got a content playground where, as you mentioned before, the aligned marketing that Jade Francesca talked about in mm -hmm. episode 23, that you do it because you've got a passion for it. And just keep doing it. And because people do appreciate it. Like you said, they're lurking and they're looking and they may be taking action in their own lives. If they have a health insurance policy through their workplace, they may be learning something that they're able to use and then say funny. And I love that for them. If that's the case, I realize that not everyone will come to me, but I don't want everyone but I, because I'm mostly working with those solopreneurs and business owners. So I can appreciate the lurkers. I want them to learn. Sounds like a great mission. You mentioned a while back about hating health insurance being universal. You're trying to actually change that, it sounds like. I think there's always going to be some hate. I'm not going to lie, because the costs are outrageous and they don't cover enough sometimes. So there will always be some hate. I really do believe that people can, if they learn how healthcare works and the whole system, which includes insurance, there will be less hate and more empowered users. A lot of people don't even use their health insurance because they don't know how it works. So they're paying for something they're not using. Yeah, I want them to use it. I want them to appreciate it. And I want them to feel empowered to reach out if they have questions to their insurance company to know the process. Yeah. An informed consumer <laughs> is a happier consumer. Yes. Every time. Yeah. All right. We've just gone in all different directions here. And I just love how you're using Instagram to really make people hate health insurance less <laughs> to educate them. You mentioned a while ago about the Better Doctor Playbook. How can our listeners get their hands on that? From my website, listeners can, which is halofolded.com, from there, listeners can grab that Better Doctor Playbook. And like I said, those are the same steps that I have been taking for 15 years to find doctors that are within my network and my insurance. The questions to ask, the things to consider, and just basically what to look for. And there are spaces to write down notes where you're going and which doctor you're looking for. And it gives you a place to compare several at the same time. And that, it seems so simple, honestly. The Better Doctor Playbook seems so simple, but 
That's because it is. It's just a few steps that you need to take and a few questions you need to ask. But it will make a big difference when it comes to your providers and appreciating your providers and then your insurance covering it. I think everybody's going to want a copy of that. So I'll make sure that link is in the show notes for all of our listeners. Hala, tell us again the name of your website and where people can find you on Instagram. My website is halafolden.com. That's H-A-Y-L-A-F-O-L-D-E-N.com. And on Instagram, I'm Hala-Folden. So it's at Hala-Folden. And I would love to have people over there asking me questions and engaging and telling me their bad stories, too. I love to hear their I hate insurance stories so that we can talk about why and how to improve it. And you'll also take some I love insurance stories, too, I'll bet. Absolutely. If anybody has an I love insurance story, I would love to hear it. Yeah, I would love to hear the stories about how something was covered that they didn't think was going to be covered. It's those surprises are like, yes. oh, OK, love yeah. it. I have a few clients that have had that happen already this year. So those stories are always appreciated. But I have to, like I said, I have to be careful about sharing those, but I try to encourage clients to share those. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you once again. It's been a pleasure to have you here. Thank you listeners for tuning in another week. Remember, you've got content and you've got people out there who want to hear your content. So get your content out there. See you next week. Hey, hey, my content creator of this week is Mindos, M-I-N-D-O-S-E. Mindos left me a review on Apple Podcast, and I want to read this to you. Thank you so much, Mindos, for your review. The title is Actionable and Inspiring. Mindos writes, I love Melissa's blend of personal insight expertise episodes, as well as outside interviews to demystify the content chaos we business owners too often create for ourselves. She really makes the whole process seem manageable and streamlined, and I find myself tuning in just to hear her calming voice when I'm getting overwhelmed with or distracted by shiny objects on my own content creation pathway. Thank you, Melissa. Wow, thank you so much, Mendoz. I really do appreciate that. And I want to remind everyone listening, please leave a thoughtful review on Apple Podcast. And you might be my content creator of the week when I read out your review. Thank you so much, Mendoz. And thank you so much for listening, everyone. <music>